TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to another edition of 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the Prince of Purpose. He is the co-founder of the Wellness Couch and the Wellness Guys. He's Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, legend. Hello, Marcus. So good to be with you this uh, fine, sunny Melbourne morning, middle of summer, 19 degrees. It's incredible. 19 degrees in the middle of summer. <laughs> I think I, I embellished. It's actually probably about 18 but uh, I'm, I'm hoping for 19. <laughs> well, it's about 40 degrees up near you. Oh, my gosh. It's not cool, that's for sure. Hey, Damo, guess what? What? We're itching closer to our 100th episode. We're almost 100 not out. Wow. Can you believe that? 100 not out. Incredible. Who'd have thunk it, hey? Oh, that's amazing. It's the best thing ever. Like, I just love it. And you know what I love is the feedback that we're getting from our listeners. Like, oh, I love it. I love it. You know, it, I, actually, I've had some people in the last week say to me that their favourite podcast is 100 Not Out, and they look forward to hearing Marcus kick it off. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Good day, mate. Let's get into today's topic because there's been a fair bit going on. Yeah, there has, hasn't it? Yeah, heaps. Um, people have begun their 2015, and I am noticing that when we talk on 100 Not Out about the absolute most important ingredient to living a life of quality and quantity, yep. with all of the guests we've interviewed, it's doing what you love, loving what you do, living a life of purpose. So many people, though, and I think the personal development industry has a lot to answer for. We've been indoctrinated to think that if we have a dream, we've got a dream and we know what we want and we, we, we have this dream that that's kind of the answer done. But so many people I'm noticing have dreams and big goals, but they have such difficulty in implementing it on a day-to-day basis. Execution. 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 And I thought, let's talk about on this episode on turning your life purpose into reality. Okay. And I thought, you've got so many runs on the board here, Damo. I'm sure I'm happy to say I've got some runs on the board you've here. You've got well, runs on the board, thought, yeah, yeah. You've got wisdom in this, Damo. You've, got, you've done some massive things in your young 41 years. <laughs> and I thought, let's just let's, let's freestyle here. Let's chat amongst ourselves. But let's kind of give away what we feel in our own personal experiences has been the fundamental reasons for actually achieving the parts of our life purpose to date. Mm. Okay. Great. So, sure. Can I ask you a few questions? Sure. Of course you can. Um, and you feel free to grill me at any point. But I want to ask you a few things because I was thinking about this. I had a few coaching calls yesterday and that really provoked my thought of, I want to talk to Damo about this. You've done some massive things. I think of uh, you've hosted a fabulous TV show, which is one of the most networked shows across the globe. I first saw it when I was living in Ireland in a little thatched cottage in Donegal Town. <laughs> yeah. And I saw this Jimmy. show and all of a sudden Sarah goes, huh? That's Damo. I'm sure that's Damo. I swear that's Damo. That's Damo. I went to uni with him. That's Damo. That's so funny. Who's Damo? She's like, he's a Cairo. I went to uni with him. And we were in Ireland and we were watching Downsize Me every week. Wow. And Downsize Me in Ireland. Downsize Me continues to be networked across the globe. It was a massive success. And when I look at Downsize Me, I look at Forage, I look at what you do at Vita. Mm. You've got massive projects, call them. And they were once big dreams. It's like, oh, wouldn't it be great if I 
had you know my own gluten-free cereal range would actually help people have wonderful breakfast without you know buying into rice bubbles or cocoa pops or you know just right what if they could have an actual healthy cereal and i'm sure with downsize me and with vita you know it was the same it was big ideas Mm. you actually had to turn it into well okay what do i do now what do i do now can you explain for us just some of what it is that you feel like you do on a day-by-day basis to make your big dreams a daily reality? That's a classic. I, that's a, what a question. Well, because MP, I'll tell you something, right? I'll tell you something. I think part of it is how big your bucket is. You know, some people live by the, you know, like live by the mantra of having just a little bucket and they don't mind if their bucket, you know, remains kind of half full or three quarters full or whatever. Um, but my bucket's massive. So I try to squeeze as much into my day as I possibly can. Um, I always say that my number one value is my family. So my number one desire is to spend more time with Jackson and Amber. Um, Amber's got a massive bucket too. So, you know, she's always working and her number one desire is to spend more time with Jackson and me. And, um, and so I think as long as I spend a lot of time with Jackson and Amber, I'm prepared to do whatever it takes, whatever it takes. Um, I'll say, you know, I, I don't know if there's been a time MP that you've asked me to do something and I've said, no, I just say, yes, you know, just before we got on this call, I got a text message from a practice member who said, can we catch up today? Um, and I said, yes, why not? You know, I've got so much to do all the time, but I always say yes. And so I'll get asked to do talks. I'll get asked to go places. I'll get asked to create something or write a menu for this or that. And I just say, yes. And somehow I fit it in. And I think part of the creation of some of these big things that have happened um, is because I just keep saying yes. Um, And maybe because of that, you've you've kind of got a leap and I don't wait for perfection. It was interesting uh, listening to Lawrence last night on a podcast. I was not, sorry, not a podcast, a webinar. He was doing a webinar last night. He was talking about the inventor Tesla and, um, and how Tesla had, you know, thought about all these things that could go wrong with his grand thought plans and he kept on you know trying to create something and while he was creating it he'd think of the problem that was going to take place and he'd go back and he'd make modifications so the problem wouldn't take place then he'd think of something else that might go wrong and he'd go and fix that up and so before he actually finished his inventions he'd already played out all of the possible combinations and permutations of areas that might take place and so it was foolproof and bulletproof right That's one way of doing it, but not many people actually go to market with a perfect product. And if you look at Thomas Edison, he went through 10,000 light bulbs before he got the one that actually worked. And and so LT says all the time, and I think he gets from from Taki Moore, he says, just rough it. And so I do, I don't wait for perfection. And so I'm now, I think, on my third or fourth bag design for Forage um, and my, my second breakfast cereal company because... I roughed it, and um, and yes, you make more mistakes, and possibly it's more costly to do it that way, and you know those errors can wound you. But I don't think I would have actually got to the point where we are today with forage, um, or with Vita, or with the wellness guys, and now 100 not out in the wellness couch. I don't think we'd be anywhere near as where we were if we were trying to make it perfect. Yeah. There's no way. And I still get complaints. Some people say that the audio that I've got is the worst, but I've got the best microphone. So <laughs> I go, I don't know what's going on there. So, you know, we just keep on going. And if I tried to work out what the problem was, you know, I'd have to put egg cartons all the way through this room and make it soundproof and all that sort of thing. And we just want to get, we just might want to make it happen. So I think it's just roughing it, mate. This is so good. I wrote down one, two, three, four, five nuggets there. 
the first one was that you said is don't wait for perfection. Yeah. And so when you've got a big idea, you've got a big goal or a dream, you feel like you know where your life purpose is headed, mm. you almost have that epiphany. Don't be scared of the epiphany and say, oh, I bet, but I better wait for this and that to happen before I do it. Just, just rough it, which is going on to the final point I made there. So when you get that, when you get that urge of inspiration, don't, just don't wait. There's never a good time or a bad time is what I often say to people. Like if you're thinking about it or you're feeling it, like act on that now. MP, how many people are in the planet? How many people live on planet Earth? Seven billion. Seven billion? So my thing is, right, my thing is this. That if I'm thinking of it, there's got to be someone else out there thinking of it, you know. So as soon as I think of something, I will jump on to the internet and see if someone else is doing it. But I realize that as soon as I've jumped on the internet, someone else has jumped on the internet and they're doing it. And so I will fly off to my domain hosting site and I'll go and buy the domain name of what I'm thinking about just in case one day I decide to use it or do it. And I think Lawrence is the same. We both used to do the same thing. But... I, I figure that once I've thought of it, someone else has thought of it. So if I don't follow through with it, then something, you know, someone's actually going to go and do it themselves. They'll take over. They'll, they'll just do it because the conscious space of the universe is such that now there's going to be at least two minds, two people thinking the same thing. It could be even more. It could be 10 or 20. I was listening to Joe Polish interview. Who was the guy who said, I'll pay $10 million to make a commercial space oh. flight? Yeah, uh, dear Peter Diamandis, like yeah, X, yeah. The, uh, XP um, Project X or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was listening to that um, on I Love Marketing the other day, and he said that there's so many people out there, whether they be in India or Pakistan or the Philippines or China, like there's billions of people that are actually wanting to be entrepreneurs and they're thinking about things all the time, right? So yeah. he, he says, if you don't do it, someone else will. So, and that's always been my motto is if I don't do it, someone else is going to do it and I'd prefer to be the one that does it. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that's almost a drive for you to get things done. Yeah. Is you actually want to, you want to be the one to do it. I don't want to be, I don't want to get left behind. Yeah. And I'm not competitive. I just hate coming second. <laughs> yeah. Competitive against yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's the biggest thing though, isn't it? We often think, well, we, we have a lot of, we've almost been indoctrinated to believe that it's okay if we if we don't do it yeah you know there's it's so it's, it's socially accepted to not give it a go as i say we particularly in australia there's a real trap because if we if we don't give it a go no one will say anything no one will go you're being lazy if we do give it a go then tall poppy cut you down yeah and so people are caught in this trap and the trap is the, the trap is an eternal trap it will always be there but the trap is really in the mind because when we actually believe that trap then, we're, then we are truly trapped. But when we can actually say, hold on a minute, whether you do or you don't, like you've got to give it a shot anyway. Yeah. Otherwise, you take it to the grave. And I think what you're saying is that you don't want to live with any regrets. No, that's and right. That's, you've said here, don't wait for perfection. Do things on the fly. So you don't have to have a 50-page business plan in order to turn your dream into a reality. Mm. You can actually just... I like to tell people to, particularly with anything life purpose, to... In this day and age, it is so much easier to try before you buy. So in the case of forage, for example, if I was making forage and someone said, well, Marcus, I've got this idea to create a cereal and, you know, but I, I don't know, like, I don't know if I want to put 100 grand towards setting up a business and all the other things. I say, you know what? Make the cereal and give it to your friends and family yep. and see what they think. Yep. Make sure that they like it before you go and put 100, 100 grand into a business. Yeah. Make sure that people want it. 
and that they think it's nice and get their feedback and they don't like this and they would like to add this and have a play with it. And in this day and age, it is so easy to try before you buy. I mean, do you remember back in the days, Damo, if you wanted a flyer, you know, you couldn't get 50 flyers printed. You had to get, a, you know, 5,000. Yeah, that's right. You know, <laughs> that's right. Be all the setup fees and all of the rest of it. Whereas now, it is so much easier to do things in small quantities. Digital. So, you can actually do things, particularly with technology, you can do things that are small that they can be part of the big picture. But again, mm. I think we're so overwhelmed by this big picture, which again, I truly believe the personal growth industry is pushing so hard because it sells books and it sells programs. Everyone's going, oh, yes, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I've learned about this and this is my life purpose. And then they sit down on the couch and they go, oh, it's just too hard. So what do you reckon people should do then, MP? Because you've done some massive things. You've been a producer on Channel 9. You've you know, pretty much run the footy show all by yourself. Well, um, clearly a bit of credit there. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just, you know, But also yeah. then you've been on SEN, you know, as a, as a producer. You've run, owned, and managed a very successful chiropractic practice with your wife in Wonthaggy. Um, you then decided that enough's enough, family is my passion, purpose, inspiration, mission, and you decide to pack up your shop and, you know, move up, up north and, you know, chase the sun, and you've done that and successfully set up another business to actually coach people to get their exceptional life. So what, what is it that makes you tick and how do you achieve that? Well, when you ask it like that, I almost think that I'm a copycat of you, Damo. If I have, a, if I have something that inspires me, yep. I absorb it, uh, that's what's going to happen, but then I get detailed. Then I'm like, right. So what do we do now? When I think of TV and radio days, when I moved to SEN, SEN was brand new. There were no there were no shows. We were still working out what show I was going to actually produce, and then it came to bear that I'd produce the Drive Show. So then, actually creating something from scratch, it's just like creating a business from scratch. But it was essentially, all right, what are all of the elements? So you've got to start think. You do have to think small, like. It's the good old Martin Luther King line. It's, it's cliche, but I love it. You don't have to see the whole staircase. Actually, you don't want to see the whole staircase. You don't want to see the 10,000 steps to get mm. to your destination because mm. that will freak you out. Yeah, you won't want right. to do it. That's right. You won't want to climb that mountain. Unless you're motivated by pain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah severe, intense pain. Yeah. You really only want to see the first step, maybe the first two steps. But when you see that first step, You've just got to crank it out. Mm. And if it's too big, then you've got to define it into a mini step. Mm. Like people are, are overwhelmed purely because the chunk's too big. Mm. So people aren't living their life and they're dying with these regrets that they didn't live the life that they knew that they should have lived, so to speak, because they chunked it down into it was too big. They didn't go, well, okay, there's the big goal. All right, well, what's the first step? And then the biggest challenge, I think, is that if, even if people know what that first step is, the second layer of this is that their peer group doesn't support their move and they let their peer group dictate their destiny. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, you definitely see that. You definitely see that. And you see that with peer groups all the time. I, I actually have, uh, have friends who I'm sure, or maybe not friends, maybe acquaintances, I'm sure ask me, how's Forage going? Or how's the wellness guys? Or how's the wellness coach? Um, in the hope that I go, oh, we're really struggling. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they're going, yeah, I could imagine you would be. It's such a tough market, you know, so competitive and blah, blah, blah. When you go, it's going pretty well. 
they go, oh, that's good, great, good for you. Um, and, you know, and I actually still do get people say, oh, you know, I, I don't, you know, I don't think you're doing the right thing there, you know, a whole lot of Monday's experts. Um, and, and you've just got to push on, you've got to rise, rise above that, and you have to surround yourself less with those sorts of people. With critics. What did, uh, I, I listened to a great video the other day, and I'll share it on the 100 Not Out page, and it was no one's ever, and it's been said before, but no one has ever raised a statue for a critic. Mm. If you have critics in your life, I just did a call last night with a client and we looked at the five people in her life, so her, her peer group, yeah. five people. Three of them, yeah. it turned out, are critical of her. Wow. Particularly That's hard. Her, particularly her food choices. Yeah. And this wonderful lady is becoming a food coach. Right. Well, she was doing the I. She's enrolled in the IIN course, and so she's going to be doing a lot about nutrition. She's going so that's to be the one that Pete Evans and Sarah Wilson did. Yeah. So she's yeah. she's she's enrolled in this course, and yeah. but three of her three of her peer group aren't supportive. Yeah. Right. Well, that's and hard, that's, isn't it? That's massive. Yeah. That's, that's that's like that's for me. That's like the secret right there. It's like how can you create that destiny if you've got that peer group that's going to um, and we are a direct reflection of our peer group so if we've got a peer group that's disempowering us or yes. we allow them to disempower us if they're making comments or they're behaving in ways that really or they don't see the world in a similar way to we do then our dreams are only going to be even harder yep. to to manifest so well can I just go back there a step you said the word before the secret and the secret was a movie that spoke about you know the power of intention, the power of thought, the power of a dream, and all that sort of stuff. And I think that those people who felt that all they had to do was dream and it would all take place yeah. and actually happen, yeah. yes. watched this movie and thought, yes, all I got to do is write it down, put it on paper, and it's all going to happen. Yep. That's only part of what we you've got to it. do, we right? Did that. Yeah. Stuck it on the wall. Blue yep. Pack, yep. Looked at it. We've set our intention. Don't have to know the how, which oh. I partly agree with, but yes. I think people absorbed it. <laughs> <laughs> you've still got to you've still got to execute it and so it's i think it's really important to have a dream and i think it's really important to set your intention and to plonk it out and pop it into the universe and let that expand and then all of a sudden you know things will actually you know work in your favor once you're a bit clear on what you actually are trying to achieve but um you've still got to execute it you still got to do all the work that's required to get you to that place it's not that you're going to just go and win tats lotto not everyone does that and um and all of a sudden finances appear, you've, you've got to go and create all that. And this is the interesting thing, that once the secret was released and it was all edited together, some of the some of the featured guests came out and said, oh, I don't agree with everything, with the way it's been put together. Yeah. You can't just think it. You know, I know D. Mar- John Martini was coming out, Bob Proctor was coming out. Yeah. Um, Anthony Robbins, who wasn't on it, said it's a load of because people are addicted now to just thinking Thinking they believing they can think their way, visualize their way to their greatness. Yeah, and it's so easy to say you don't have to worry about the hard work. You know, just there's a lady by the name of Carolyn Creswell. Most people in Australia would know her breakfast cereal brand as Carmen's. Oh yeah, and people say to her all the time, "Wow, you're so lucky!" Like you know, and then people say, and but not understanding that she's nearly been broke a number of times. She's had to mortgage her house and she's had to go and do a whole lot of stuff because she started off the smell of an oily rag, you know, got her business going. And and she's 25 years on or nearly 30 years on and that's how lucky she's been. So it's she's had to bust her gut, work really hard for 30 years before she was able to, 
you know, really collect on all of her hard work. Now she's collected and she's doing a great job and she's having a lot of fun and now she's a celebrity and she's got all of this great stuff, but she, she was a 30-year overnight success. If that makes sense, you know, so you've got to work hard. It takes a long time. There'll be some people that will have an idea and bang, spring it like 5am yogurt, right? Got a a big amount of money that they invested into their company. Three years later, sold it for $80 million. Um, Yeah, they spent $10 million. Three years later, um, made 80 million or sold it for 80 million. Um, and, And that's a unique story. Uh, and there's other people that actually have set themselves up to just supply food, regardless of the quality of the food, but just to supply specific lines to Coles and Woolworths for items that they're missing. So that's, that's the only thing that they do. They work on low margin, high turnover, just supply to Coles. And so there's those sorts of people that are willing to you know, dump large amounts of cash to be able to go and get that happening. But cash may not be the driver for some people in the creation of their dream. So you've got to, you know, in working towards your dream, it's about, you know, step by step, like you said, don't only focus on the 10,000 steps in front of you, focus on, you know, the next one that you've got to make and you've got to work it. You've really got to work it and rough it. Yep, yep, it's so good. This is so good, Damo. I think, are we out of time? We are, 21 minutes. Because this is, this is always, <laughs> always blind. How do we do that? like this. Um, but there's so much wisdom in there, but there's so much simplicity as well. And I think you've said it, Damo, just rough it. Just do it, as Nike would say. Don't look at the whole staircase. It'll freak you out. Just get the first step done. Yeah. Just get the first step done. If you know what it is that the next chunk of your life is dedicated to, don't wait for big business plans. Don't wait for heaps of money to be rolling in. Just rough it. Do it on the fly. Don't wait for perfection. Yeah. And uh, don't wait to go to market with a perfect product. That's right. Great wisdom. Damo, you're an absolute legend. Oh, we thanks, Epi. What a great episode. We are getting close to 100, not out. Can you believe it? So everyone, there's a big announcement <laughs> coming up on 100, not out too. We are yeah. going to be a cracker. I know, I know. Uh, massive announcement. Yeah, heavy heart about that announcement. Heavy heart? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, you know, our last episode and all. Oh, Damo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Damo. Just so, joking, just joking. Um, now, remember, folks, we'd always love to hear your feedback. Um, go to thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100 not out. Remember, if you like this episode, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star rating if you think we're worthy. Check out thewellnesscouch.com where you can view the entire range of podcasts available, all 11 of them, including the number one show, The Wellness Guys. So until next week, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their business, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.